0: Hi, friends. Happy summer. As you may have noticed, I've taken a bit of time off from the podcast and I'm learning just to recharge, right? We all need a little bit of a summer break. But this reminds me of 2020. You might remember that Ed Sheeran went on a music hiatus and I was channeling Ed Sheeran because he took this break and he said he promised to be back when the time is right and he's lived a little more to actually have something to write about. Those were his exact words. And look at him now. He's enjoyed his life for a bit with that break and found other things to write about as he became a newlywed and a new dad. And boom, three years later, we got a new album, Subtract. So it turns out even our favorite musicians need to take breaks. And I'm trying to manage the guilt that I feel from taking a break and As long as you're here listening and giving me this grace, you're helping me do that. So thank you so much. Now, when I say I was recharging, that means I had been falling down daily TikTok rabbit holes and consuming lots of content rather than creating it, which is fine, but I must have been living under a rock because one of those rabbit holes led me to discover comedian Matt Reif. I thought Matt Reif was this new, up and coming comedian, I was sorely mistaken. He is this huge star with millions of followers on Instagram and TikTok. He was just in a commercial with Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. And in fact, the day I learned about Matt Reif and I discovered him, I was like, huh, you know, this guy's pretty funny. Maybe I can go see him, you know, see his show at like a local comedy club or something small and intimate. Because I didn't think he was huge yet, but no. I went on his website, and the same day that I discovered him, his nationwide tour went on sale, and he pulled a Taylor Swift because he literally broke Ticketmaster. He crashed the site. It was a whole debacle on Twitter. So if you don't know Matt Reif, maybe you also live under a rock like I did. He's a 27-year-old comedian from Ohio who has been doing stand-up since he was 15, but he got his big break as a recurring member of Nick Cannon's MTV show, Wild and Out, back in 2015. And yeah, maybe that's why I missed out, because I have not been watching Wild and Out. He also had a short stint co-hosting MTV's reboot of TRL. So we love TRL around here, so it makes sense that we like Matt Rife too. But these days, he's absolutely blown up on TikTok. He's constantly sharing posts from his stand-up act, and all of them get millions of views, and he has over 14 million followers. So, you know how when you go see a comedian that the front row is a really bold choice, you're very likely to get picked on? Well, from what I gather, if you don't know Matt Grife, he's known for interacting with his, his audience, and he'll ask them questions, and he riffs off of everything that they say. And he just has the best comebacks, the best commentary, and he is one of the most quick-witted comedians that I've ever seen. And I think this approach and how he does comedy is one of the main reasons for his success and why he's taken off, because it's hard to be a comedian right now. But with the way he does his show, the act writes itself and the audience ends up having the best time. It's just a different type of comedy experience. And this made me think about social media and how much better it is when you involve your audience. And Matt Reif is a master at this. He's always asking questions, listening, responding, and adapting his act in real time. It's really fun to watch. And I always say engagement and conversation starts with an invitation. And a lot of brands just talk at their audience forgetting to proactively call for that engagement. And on a similar note, some comedians may come and do their rehearsed act and walk off stage. But that's not how Matt Rife runs things. And looking to your audience to shape your content and participate in it is really what creates community. There's a difference between just having an audience and truly having an engaged community. The latter is more important and quantity has little value if there's no engagement. So it's not about having the most followers or the biggest audience. audiences. How many of those people are actually engaged? Now, I realize that especially for comedians, as your audience gets bigger and bigger and you have millions of fans like Matt Reif does, it's unrealistic to engage with everyone in the crowd and to make each and every person feel seen, heard, and included. So to that, I'd say it's still all about creating unique moments, moments that could have happened only at that show, something unique that gives your audience something to bond over and feel a strong sense of community amongst themselves, among the people in that room. This is also why Taylor Swift's surprise songs on her Eras tour are so special. And if you don't know what Taylor does, she has her normal set list when she's on tour. But with each city, she'll go back into her catalog, her huge catalog of music. There's obviously not enough time in the show to hit on all of them. But she'll pick two songs that are just for that night. And it's something only those concert goers can share. It's a crowd of thousands of people, but you feel like you have something that's, that's yours together. It's just for that night. And Taylor's also a master at this. I mean, she had a similar effect during her 1989 tour where she'd bring out surprise guests. I saw her in Miami, and she brought out Mr. 305 himself, Pitbull, but also Dwayne Wade of Miami Legend. And of course, Latin music icon, Ricky Martin. And it was just so perfectly Miami. And it was our night to remember. That was our unique moment. So how can you create more moments and interactions on social media and off social media, right? Still surprising and delight. We can get out of this social media bubble as well. Um, But it's been interesting to see how brands are doing this on social media especially with the launch of threads. I've already witnessed more open-ended conversation and brands just prompting more engagement out of their audience, which is what I always enjoyed on Twitter too. In a previous episode of Making the Brand, you've heard me talk about this concept called see and choose content. So aside from just asking your audience an open-ended question, See and choose content is where you prompt them to see and choose a response. So these are tactics like this or that or multiple choice and polls, fun would-you-rather scenarios or fill-in-the-blank. These are an easy vehicle to involve people in your audience and get them talking. But there's another tactic I see brands do and... They do it poorly, most of them, and I'm here to help make it better. And this is gonna be some tough love because I know these content ideas come from the right place and with the right intention, but the execution is all wrong and we have a little bit of work to do. And it's so wrong that it actually becomes a detriment to your brand, and I'll explain why. The tactic I'm talking about is social media spotlights. You know these, you've seen them, where a brand will spotlight a customer or an employee or some type of partner that they've worked with. And, you know, they're, they're doing a great thing by making it about their audience in some way. So don't get me wrong. This is exactly the idea that I'm advocating for and what Matt Reif does flawlessly. He puts the spotlight on his audience sitting in a crowd and makes them part of his show. And I firmly believe your audience should be part of your feed and part of your communications. The difference is when Matt Reif spotlights his fans, he makes it interesting. He makes it funny. He asks the right questions and he's able to pull important details out of his fans that aid in his, his act and his storytelling and his performance. Whereas brands they're often spotlighting their people just to, to check a box, to, to say we posted a spotlight or to show, showcase one of your audience members. And you have to give the spotlight depth and value. Otherwise, it's going to be ignored. And I hate to break it to you, but most fun facts aren't fun facts at all. They're just clutter. And they're certainly not stories that are interesting. So. Quite frankly, your audience doesn't care if one of your customers' favorite food is pizza or if your employee has been with you for two years. We see content like this all the time and it pains me. That person is more interesting than you're giving them credit for. Instead, tell us something good and you do this by digging deeper and sharing stories that make your audience feel something. I know that sounds cliche, but we're still seeing this content out there. Your content needs to make people feel something. So you should ask this with every story you attempt to tell. Say, when I share this spotlight, what are the emotions my audience may feel? And if you can't name them, you probably need to ask better questions to pull out those details, those interesting details. And while his act can get a bit rowdy, This is exactly what Matt Reif does, and we all can't look away. He makes it fun and interesting. There's so much content out there, and we all need to cut through the noise. It's an uphill battle. Attention is scarce, and boring your followers with lukewarm content will tank your engagement. They'll start tuning you out. And ask yourself, if you're bored reading it, you can bet your audience is too, and they're not paying attention. So, in the spirit of Matt Reif and his hilarity, share more content aimed to make us laugh or smile, but also cry, reflect, and feel. That's the goal, and that's when you're creating something with impact. I can't wait to see what you create next. Today's episode is brought to you by Vinyl. Vinyl reimagines how you discover new music. It's a vinyl record membership club that sings with your Spotify, so you can get new curated records sent straight to your door. Each month, you'll look forward to unboxing three new records to add to your collection. Finally, music lovers like you can learn about and remember new artists in a meaningful way. Head to vinyl.org to update your music profile and set the vibe for your first box. That's vinyl, V-N-Y-L.org. If you're a fan of this podcast, be sure to subscribe or better yet, leave a review for marketing wisdom with a pop culture twist sent straight to your inbox. Sign up for my newsletter at brianflemingcom newsletter, or find me on Twitter at Brianne2k. As always, thanks for listening.